the country with your host, Dave Woods. This is the radio show where country music gets up close and personal. Spend some time in the country and get to know our guests. Spend some time in the country where the music's the best. The latest news and memories to great stories that get told. Spend some time in the country, now it's time we start the show. Joining me on the show now is North Battleford, Saskatchewan country artist, Bruin. He has a great EP out called Dirt Junkie, and we are going to hear all about it on the show, as well as a couple of songs from it. My pleasure to welcome him now to the show. Welcome, Bruin. Hey, thanks for having me. It is so great to have you here. I've had a chance since uh, Taryn Cochran told me all about you and set up this interview. I've had a chance to uh, check you out on YouTube and listen to your music, and I've become a big fan. Hey, thanks. Yeah, I've been... Uh... Working with Taryn a lot lately in these past couple months, and very recently signed a management deal with him. So Taryn's been great, you know, for getting me all these kind of opportunities where I get to meet folks like you and be able to talk about what I do. Well, it's great that I have this opportunity, and I, I'm always excited when I have a new uh, talent, new voice on the scene that I can share with my listeners, and they can get to know you and your music, and then, of course, afterwards, uh, go to iTunes and YouTube, and then uh, and then become a fan and follow you on social media. So this is awesome. We have so much to talk about. It's hard to know where to start, but let's start. This is very impressive. Let's start at the fact that you play 10 different instruments. I mean, that's uh, that's quite a record, no pun intended. Thanks. Thanks, yeah. You know, um, I, I grew up playing well, the drums. You know, they were my first instrument that I started. You know, my uncle was a drummer, and so he kind of gave me a set when I was about nine years old, and then the guitar came after that. But music has always been kind of a, a natural thing for me, and so it, it was always easy to be able to just pick up any instrument I wanted and play something on it, you know? And so now mm-hmm. when I can play a little bit on the banjo and the mandolin and harmonica and piano and you know all these kind of different instruments it's it's a really helpful tool and i was reading that uh your parents basement at one point or or another and still might be was a great studio for you you could make demos and obviously being able to play that many instruments you could make your own demo you're a one-man band (laughs) i i am you know and and it was a (laughs) lot of fun and it was really and really cool to be able to you know, put these creative ideas I had in my head out on on hard copy with, you know, everything that I had around me. And it was just as easy as picking something up and being able to figure out the part I wanted. And that, in turn, was a way that I learned a lot of the instruments, you know, was based off of the demand for it. Very cool. Well, I also want to mention... uh... This is a big honor this year. Uh, the Saskatchewan Country Music Association, back in at the end of April, you were up for three awards. You were nominated for Emerging Artist, Male Vocalist, and your album Dirt Junkie was up for Album of the Year. Congratulations to get three nominations from the SCMA. is quite an honor. Thank you. Yeah, and, and it was, you know, um, to be able to be nominated, you know, and, and three times for kind of my, my first project, that was uh, really cool. You know, this is, I've only been a member, you know, of the organization for a couple of years. And so it's also, you know, it's really humbling and quite honoring to be there alongside some huge other, you know, Saskatchewan names. Mm-hmm. So much great talent out of Saskatchewan, country music performers, and it's amazing. And earlier this year, I mean, there's so many highlights to touch on here. 
we're going to get into the nitty-gritty dirt ban, of course, which is a big influence. That's coming up shortly. But uh, Australia, January and February of 2016, you were over there. And I've, I've heard a lot about this festival over the years, the Tamworth Country Music Festival. First of all, tell me about your time there, but start off by telling me how you ended up over there. Um, you know, well, I ended up in, uh, in Australia through uh, uh, a new talent buyer, who worked with uh, another Saskatchewan artist, Cody Prevo, you know, a, a couple of years mm-hmm. ago. And so his, you know, his name is Ryan Anderson from Anderson Productions. And he messaged me, you know, online and said, Hey, Bruin, I love what you're doing. You have a great sound. I think the people of Australia would really love it. So I want to try to bring you down here. And so then now it's just going through all those cogs and, and trying to get, you know, everything kind of finalized so I can make the trip over there. Is it a different kind of country sound there, or is it very similar to what we hear in uh, Canada and the States? You know, I think it's a little bit of both, where when they call it country music, to them country music is traditional country music, right? You know, and so um, where up here, you know, in, in Canada, country music, it can it spans right from the traditional country to new artists like Luke Bryan and Florida Georgia Line, right? And so sometimes... Mm-hmm. You know, they have a little bit of that down there, too. And you kind of have to specify almost the difference between what kind of an artist you are. Because if you say you're a country music artist, they'll be expecting, you know, some steel guitar and fiddle playing and kind of more traditional stuff. So the Nitty Gritty Dirt Band, you were three years old when you went to their first when you went to their first concert, obviously accompanied, because at three you can't get there on your own. And then uh, till the age of 10, you became a familiar face. And finally, I guess, you know, and you can tell the story, but they said, hey, like, you're 10 years old. We've seen you around. You know our music. That's so cool. Yeah, you know, the the Dirt Band had me hooked ever since, you know, I was a little baby. And so I was three when my mom took me to my first Dirt Band concert. And, you know, and I went to a few after that. But then it was when I was 10 years old and they were playing a show in Saskatoon, Canada. And that was when, you know, Mommy Tune was standing outside the venue now I'm this 10-year-old kid, and I'm just excited because I'm seeing one of my heroes there, you know, in, in public. And so then uh, you know, I ran up and said, hey, you know, you're, you're John McEwen, right? And he was just blown away, and he was on his phone to his wife, and he said, you know, honey, there's this 10-year-old kid in Saskatoon, Canada, who knows who I am, you know, and they were just so blown away by that. And so he, you know, he gave me his email address. And then I'd contact him every time the Dirt Band would come to Canada for a concert, you know, and I was kind of close, and we'd get together for, for a visit, you know, and then you do enough of that over the years, and you get to be kind of close friends with the guys. That is amazing to go from uh, a band that you looked up to, listened to, and loved, and now having that personal relationship. And I was reading, and this was really cool to read, it was in 2014, you actually opened and performed alongside your heroes, the Nitty Gritty Dirt Band? I did, yeah. It was a show in uh, Paradise Hill, Saskatchewan. And it, it was, yeah, August of 2014. And I got um, you know an, an email from the Dirt Band's promoter for that show and said, hey, we, you know, Dirt Band was asking about you and we'd love to have you and kind of be our opener. And so that was my dream you know, in, in this lifetime. And so to be able to achieve that you know, at 21 years old, that's just an incredible thing, you know. 
you know, I, I, I've been a huge fan of the Nitty Gritty Dirt Band all my life, from way back to Fishing in the Dark, of course, because that's everybody's favorite song. Uh, but so many of their other songs, and in fact, my favorite album of theirs is Plain Dirt Fashion. Love all the songs of that album, and it's one that I can listen to over and over. Yeah, you know, and, and Plain Dirt Fashion, that was such a good album, too, you know, and that's when the Dirt Band really started to find their country roots, you know. Mm-hmm. They started as like a jug band in the sixth you know, and then moved to kind of like a, a pop or pop rock band, like, you know, in the seventies and then early eighties, but it wasn't even, you know, until then where they started to become country. And then, you know, then they started to really make their name as, you know, as part of that genre. And they do a great cover. And I believe it's on plain dirt fashion of meatloaf two out of three ain't bad. I love their version of that song. Yeah, it is. It is really cool, you know. And uh, I, I have plain dirt fashion myself, and and I like to spin it every now and then. And I would have it on vinyl, you know. I'm sure now you can get downloaded copies on iTunes and whatnot of it. But to me, I like the hard copies. And so, but it's cool to go back and kind of you get that flashback through history almost by listening to their mm-hmm. old stuff like that. Absolutely. And another of your influencers, or somebody that you listened to as a young child, was Marty Stewart and his song, Hey Baby. And I'm a big fan of Marty Stewart's. Of course, he had so many big songs out on the radio back in the day, and then he teamed up with Travis Tritt, and they became a duo. And, you know, the whiskey ain't working anymore, and a bunch of this, this one's going to hurt, hurt you for a long time. Uh, tell me about Marty Stewart and your memories of just hearing his music at a young age. Well, for me, you know, Marty's biggest influence was watching him on uh, CMT television, you know, because I'd be this little little baby. I don't even could. I don't even think I could crawl then. And CMT would be playing on TV, and Marty Stewart would come on. And for some reason, I would be just memorized by by Marty and his voice and his playing. And and you know. And but that also coincided with the Dirt Band too, because then usually the two of them made kind of a, you know switch back and forth between you know whose video was on at that time, right? So it was all part of that really early '90s country music scene that kind of hooked me for life that was a great time in country music for sure the early 90s and all those great artists let's talk about your songwriting talents Bruin because songwriting is a big part of what you do when did you first uh, when did you write your first song you know I think I was probably about nine or so when I wrote my first song and I think it was probably a Christmas tune about Santa you know bringing me presents or something like that if I was a good boy (laughs) Something along that lines, I think. Yep. But uh, then, you know, then I really remember starting to to write aggressively when I was about 14. What made you a better writer from, from age 14? You know, you've got the raw talent, you're writing songs, to present day along the way, Bruin. What are some of the things that helped you uh, get to be a first-class writer? Well, I think, you know, one of the key things is just to, to practice doing it. You know, if you if you do something often enough, odds are that, you know, you're bound to get better at it. Hopefully, you know, hopefully that's the case. And so for me, it was just a lot of practice and, and listening to, to what other people were writing and really paying attention when you hear a song on the radio, you know, what lyrics are they using, you know, and then, you know, think of how clever, how, you know, the writing that other people use and, and reading and, and poetry and all that kind of stuff. You know, when I was a good English student in school, so, you know, that helped, you know, creative ways to, to say new words and phrases without repeating the same old cliches. 
Dirt Junkie, which has six great songs on it. It was nominated for Album of the Year, the Saskatchewan Country Music Association Awards, earlier this year. So, of course, Dirt Junkie is the single that's out now. Uh, tell me about the studio and the producer. I believe it was Bart McKay that produced that EP for you. Yeah, it was Bart. You know, um, I I decided I wanted to put out an album a couple of years ago. I had a lot of people requesting for CDs and, and music and where they can hear it and where they can buy it and all that kind of stuff, you know. And so then uh, I, I got a hold of Bart because I heard his reputation and, you know, knew his track record of artists that he worked with. And he had an awesome family and he was just doing really well for himself. So I figured, you know, he was the guy I wanted to, to work on the project with and to be able to spend, you know, six months in that studio with Bart and, to kind of be there throughout the whole process, it was just an awesome experience. What does a producer do, and in this case specifically Bart, what does he bring out in you as a singer? What uh, what did he make better about your delivery of a song? Well, I think Bart was really big about expression, you know, and and you're not just saying the lyrics, you know, or saying the words, but what's the meaning behind the words, you know, really put the feeling in you. So, you know, if this is kind of a, a quiet, heartfelt part, you know, you want to sing it like that. Or if this is a loud, amped up party, you know, party section, then that's the delivery that you want to give. So he was really big for that and kind of just bringing out different ways of thinking about stuff and, and how I could deliver stuff to the, the fullest possibilities. This is my guest from North Battleford, Saskatchewan. His name is Bruin, and this is Dirt Junkie on In the Country. Get stuck, loud cars, old scars, and moonshine filling them mason jars. We're gonna have a little fun out here tonight, kicking up the dust till the morning light. Got the dirt band rocking through the stereo. I'm getting back to the roots of this country, so I wanna roll in the dirt. I'll get down, I'll play around, get some mud on this shirt.
And that is Saskatchewan's own brew, and the song is called Dirt Junkie. You can find that at iTunes. It's a part of his EP called Dirt Junkie. And we have another song coming up from him in a little bit as well. Let's talk about, um, you've had a chance as well, let me try that again. You've had a chance as well to open up for some really cool country artists, some of my favorites, including Lori Morgan, Pam Tillis, and Canada's own George Canyon. And I had a chance to interview George uh, just a few weeks ago, and he was awesome to talk to. What is it like to have that opportunity to be on stage and share the stage with these big, big names? It's It's such a learning experience, and it's just really exhilarating to, to be up there, kind of with these legends like Pam and Lori, you know. They're, they are a part of that 80s and 90s, you know, Canadian female artist craze, right? And so they are just huge icons. And to be able to open for them and kind of go through that whole flashback of their careers, you know, and now get to show them what I do and compliment me and, you know, on, on the job that I've done, it's just so, so refreshing and so cool to hear that. It's got to be a great opportunity uh, not only to open up shows for those artists, but when you have a chance to meet with them and chat a bit. Have you had that opportunity at, at some of the shows with the bigger names, a chance to uh, spend time and chat with them? Occasionally, you get to do stuff like that every now and then. I mean, not only for the kind of guys, uh, you know, to them at a show, you know, they're working too, right? And so, if they're in, because when I perform, you know, I'm in that zone where sometimes, especially before I have to go on, I like to kind of just be by myself and collect, you know, and get in the zone. And sure. so at, at something like that where, I mean, I don't want to be the kind of guy that bothers them all the time. So I'll, you know, I might go and occasionally say hi or something after a show and, and maybe say, you know, talk to him for five minutes, but I don't want to be, you know, that kind of pestering <laughs> kid in a way, you know? That totally makes sense, right? It's, it's you, you want to be a fan, but at the same time, keep your distance and be respectful. So I totally get that. Uh, when I've seen you on YouTube perform at uh, some of your shows, man, I can tell right away watching you are very comfortable on stage and you're a good entertainer, very engaging. Was that something, Bruin, that came naturally to you the first time you, you took to the stage or did you sort of develop your persona as you went along? I think for me it was more of a development thing. I mean, I always kind of had a way around people and, and on the stage and stuff. You know, I did plays and acting, you know, a little bit in elementary school and stuff when I was small. But then, um, you know, and I took Taekwondo martial arts for, for years. And so I was always used to being 
you know, just one of two guys in a ring, you know, and having all these eyes watching you. So I was kind of used to it in that way, but I really started to develop it as I got older and more mature and, you know, and watching other artists and kind of taking pointers from them on, you know, maybe how I should do this or how I should do that. And that's what kind of really developed the whole Bruin act up on stage. I'm speaking with Bruin from North Battleford, Saskatchewan. You'll find him online at BruinMusic.com and, of course, at iTunes. Uh, Nashville, I know, Bruin, is a, a big part of your life and your music career. Tell me about uh, your time in Nashville and what it means to you. Well, I made a couple trips to Nashville, and, you know, it, it is such a cool city. And and to be a country music artist and to go there it has such a cool feel to it. It's almost even hard to explain, but it is just an awesome place to be. And, and you can just totally feel all the energy it has, you know, and to be able to check out all these cool sites and, and to be able to let these, you know, see these venues where these icons performed at and say, you know what, Hey, maybe someday I'll be there. It's just an incredible place. And there's so many opportunities there and here in Canada as well, to go to those great songwriting rounds. In Ontario, we just had Tin Pan North, which is obviously uh, related to Tin Pan South, a songwriting event and songwriting rounds. How cool is that for you, and how much do you enjoy uh, sitting in the audience and seeing the songwriters up there, sharing the story, and then playing their song acoustically? Oh, I love that kind of thing. You know, I always love hearing about how an artist kind of came up with the idea of a song or the story behind it, you know, and then to hear a really stripped down version of it where you get to kind of get that intimacy, that's just a really cool experience. And that's one thing that I love to do too, you know, is just kind of create that connection with, with your audience and fans and just kind of make everything really, really personal. Let's turn to another song from your EP, which is called Dirt Junkie. And the name of this song is Have a Drink With Me. Uh, it's a catchy song. It's a sing-along kind of song. Tell me about the inspiration behind it before we play it. Yeah, I think the inspiration really came from, uh, you know, the drums, the drum beat that you hear at the very beginning of the song. It's a really high energetic, you know, tempo kind of rhythm that goes on. And that's where I got the idea from. And, then, you know, now you needed just something that matched that same upbeat kind of feel. And for me, that was just a, a good time party song. And so, I mean, who doesn't love a good Friday, Saturday night song that can kind of, you know, get your weekend kickstarted? Absolutely. And that's exactly what you did with this song. You accomplished it. It's called Have a Drink With Me. And this is Bruin on In The Country. Raise them up and let's throw them down 
Something crazy. I haven't cut loose in a long time, baby. So what do you say? We get in some trouble. So make some noise if you're doing alright. And raise your cup to one hell of a night. artist Bruin from North Battleford, Saskatchewan, and that is called Have a Drink With Me, and I'm sure our audience was singing along, and uh, they can get that song at iTunes, and check you out at BruinMusic.com. Have you had a chance in your music career so far, Bruin, to win over fans to country music? So maybe it was someone, uh, even somebody close to you, who wasn't a country music fan, but because they saw you perform, it kind of got them into it. Heck, I mean, my own sister is kind of like that, no way. <laughs> you know, um, yeah, you know, she does not really like country music at all. She's really into the top 40 pop stuff, you know. And But I had a, a couple songs that, that I wrote, and, you know, they kind of stuck with her. And she said, you know, I'm not a country fan, but I really like listening to this. You know, and I've had, I've had like, metalheads you know, who like that hard metal stuff and come mm-hmm. up to me and say, you know what, they really like listening to my songs. And so that's really cool now when you're not only appealing to the country fan, you're appealing to the any kind of music fan. What a compliment. That is so cool that, yeah, your music transcends in that case genres and somebody who isn't a country fan can still like it. And in a lot of cases, that'll be like a gateway drug, as they say, and now they'll, they may uh, turn on a country station, get into more music aside from yours. What are some of the uh, goals 
your music career goals this year, Bruin, that you hope to accomplish before uh, we close the chapter on 2016? No, I think some of the goals that I have for the rest of this year is to, first of all, to, to write more songs. You know, you can never have too many, you know, um, on on hand. And so if I can spend the rest of this year um, just widening my catalog of, of songs that, you know, possibly I could release in the future, then that's my first goal. And then obviously too, I want to be able to play as many shows as I can and you know, widen my fan base, you know, to, to the greatest of my ability. And so whether that's, you know, playing house concerts or playing bars or these huge festivals, then I'm, I'm all for that. That's awesome. And with this EP, you are well on your way. And with all your great performances, um, including earlier this year at the Tamworth Country Music Festival in Australia, the EP is called Dirt Junkie, produced by Barb McKay. Uh, Dirt Junkie is the single that our listeners can uh, request at their local country stations. And we'll ask them to do that. Bruin, thanks so much for being here. A real pleasure having you on the show. Thank you. Yeah, this was a real pleasure. And I'm very glad that Taryn got a hold of you to, to have me on. This has been so much fun, and I can't wait to do it again in the future. Oh, thanks so much, Bruin. I look forward to it as well. We'll chat about uh, more of your music down the road and get into some other great stories and, of course, hear more about the great Nitty Gritty Dirt Band. My guest has been North Battleford, Saskatchewan country artist Bruin. I'm Dave Woods, and that'll wrap up this edition of In the Country.